I have butter on my fingers. <laughs> Don't lay a finger on my butter finger. <laughs> That's going to be the first thing in the podcast. Butter those fingers and put them in my mouth. Butter me fingies. It's one of Usador's secret names. Emma had an experience with this movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, Emma had thoughts about this movie. Emma was Emma and I were also both very high when we watched it. I yeah. wasn't high when I watched it, unfortunately. Yeah, no, I had it was a roller coaster of whether or not it was good or bad. And I ultimately the product that we saw <laughs> was bad. For multiple reasons. Okay, let's let's save it. Let's save it. Stow yeah, it. We'll we save gotta it. start we'll the save show it. first. Okay. Are we are we ready to begin this um I would say landmark episode of Unsound Theories? Uh Kira, would you be able to quickly open Audacity and just do a quick level chest ch- chest for me? A quick level chest. Yes. Just like talk really loud and or laugh. I <laughs> the thing is that like my I have a powerful laugh, okay? Yes. And I want to make sure that we get a good level for it. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Can you just like yell ghost piss? Ghost piss. Like loudly. That was that was about as loud as, as loud as you get. can go. Ghost piss. Okay. Um what is the level? Is it clipping? In Audacity? If I yell, yes. Okay. Do you want to take it down just ever so slightly on the gain? Um, I'm like 80% sure I'm at the lowest possible on this fucking microphone. That's entirely possible, given that it is a fucking Yeti. Yetis are, like, incredibly sensitive. Sensitive boy. They're sensitive boys. Oh, that's, Ghost piss. that's all the way up. That's all the way up. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, it was all the way down. <laughs> okay, cool. Okay, um, cool. I guess we just no, I didn't say, OK, Google, stop listening to me. I'm designed to wait and stand by until I'm activated. Like when you say, hey, Google, the status indicator on your device lets you know when I'm activated. When I'm in standby, I won't send what you're saying to Google or anyone else. OK, Google, fuck you. That's not good. Sorry about that, Emma. To report a problem, you can send feedback. <laughs> I'll feed you back. Okay, Google. I'll feed you back. Sorry, I didn't understand. Yeah, of course you didn't. <laughs> okay, let's let's fucking talk about this movie. Yeah, <clears throat> it's movie talk. Movie talk. Hello, and welcome to Unsound Theories. That's my line. Aha, uh-huh. I'm a good editor. And I I'm remember Kat. the lines. <laughs> I'm Kira. Um, and I'm fucking everything up. <laughs> we watch and sometimes movies. We forget that it's all a work. Wait, no, that's the other show. That's the wrong show, Kat. <laughs> Let's do this from the top. Places, please. Places, please. Hello, and welcome to Unsound Theories. I'm Kat. I'm Kira. I'm Emma. And we watch movies with no sound and no subtitles, and try to figure out what the hell is going on. Spoiler, uh, we did. We got it. We nailed it. 100% this time. Got it in one. 100%. Poop, poop, poop emoji. Poop, yeah. 100, 100, the 100 emoji. emoji. The puke emoji. Um, okay, so where the fuck do we start off with this goddamn film? Uh, if you can even call it a film. Okay, <laughs> so let's do a quick rundown of the plot. I promise this one will <sighs> actually be quick and not us getting distracted every five minutes. Before we start, I just want to I just want to commend the creators of this movie for putting together what I think is one of the foremost anti-capitalist texts of our time. See, uh... Oh, we're going to get into this. Uh, this is I'm putting a pin in this because this will come back. <laughs> um, OK, I'm glad we had the same brainwave, Kira. <laughs> um, so, OK. OK, quick plot summary. Yes. Quick plot summary. OK, so the plot beats that we picked up on. 
Colin Emoji. I'm just calling him Colin because I don't have a better name for him. Uh, TJ Miller for the for the audience. TJ Miller is looking for his cutie mark, which is to say the emoji that he's supposed to be. But can't figure it out yet. And he fucks up this young boy's phone by being bad at being an emoji and accidentally sending a weird face to the girl he has a crush on. Did anybody else find it weird that the real human's crush was actually just Violet from The Incredibles? <laughs> I honestly didn't notice. Yeah, I didn't notice the people. She looks exactly like Vi- Violet. Like, okay, he, the kid was sending a bad emoji. We can agree with that, right? Like, what was his, what was the emoji he intended to send? I can't even remember. The, the meh. Oh, yeah, like, you shouldn't, like, the, the neutral face, or, like, the, like, slightly... The, like, like, not amused. Something you don't send to your crush. It's like the, yeah. his parent, the, the, the emoji's parents, because in this world, emojis fuck. Yeah, yeah, um, so, oh, God, the fucking that, canon wait, in this is so weird. Wait, yeah, so, wait, when the emoji fucks, do they take the form of an eggplant emoji? Oh, God. I... Don't want to think there's about so that. many things because this is a world in which there are pizza emojis and they eat pizza. Yeah, yeah. OK, I had that note where like, OK, so like there are sentient emojis and they are eating other emojis. Like what the fuck kind of cannibalistic society is this? Well, I assume they eat the non sentient emojis, right? Right. But like, are there non sentient emojis? Because like, the poop emoji was sentient. Like, we saw, like, some fucking mugs emojis or whatever. Yeah, like, and this was, like, a weird... The building emojis weren't sentient, as far as we could tell. This was, like, a weird, uh, like, Flintstones-esque thing. Yeah. Where, like, sentient beings have weird, like, jobs as objects. Like, objects. they had a disco yeah. ball in their party room that was a person. Yeah. Okay, so I had this, like, very galaxy brain moment of a oh i remember this one bonkers theory i didn't tell you what the theory no, you was. didn't you just had the the moment and i'm like oh i'm excited for this like i guess the, the main plot is our main character accidentally fucks up his emoji before sending it to the girl yeah and then fucks up the entire emoji keyboard yes by breaking it ruining the the giant finger you know <laughs> right the virtual finger that pokes the emojis yeah the one that fingers them then he, no, the, the boy who owns this phone decides to bring his phone to a store for a factory reset. So we're going through a bunch of stuff here. Um, then the colon D emoji is like, well, you've ruined everything. So now you have to be deleted from the program. Um, I gave her the name Umbridge because she had major Umbridge vibes. Oh, see, I called her Dina. She's the colon D emoji. Colon D. I like Dina better because then we don't have to reference the turf character. The thing is, there's a scene where emoticons are shown. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, wait, which which scene? This there's like there's like a scene opening scene. It's the opening scene. He runs into some geriatric emoticons. Yeah, and they're like, "Hey, you kids, get off of my lawn!" Yeah, right. Got it. Yeah, yeah. So he so he fucks up the thing. He ends up fleeing the text app and runs between a bunch of other apps. Yeah. The okay. So so the main emoji character has parents too. Um. So like his parents. The only emoji who's clearly established to have parents, though. Yes. Well, no, because we do see poop emoji. We do see Patrick Stewart with a little baby poop. True. Um, True. So, like, Um, those are the only two that we actually officially see with parents and kids. But anyway. Can't believe in a children's... There were two cloud emojis, too. Sorry, I just want to throw that out there. There was a small cloud and a big cloud. Oh, There was a baby cloud. Okay, so it is fairly established within the canon. That emojis fuck, yes. Yeah. So I named his mom Karen. I didn't come up with a name for his dad, because whatever. Well, I mean... Bill. She had she um, had the so Karen haircut. Karen. So. She had the Karen haircut. So I'm like, okay, so I guess there's a Karen emoji now. <laughs> and then like her eyelashes were so fucking creepy. Like no, all they, that like, moved every... of their own volition. Like 
First of all, only the lady emo- only the lady emojis have eyelashes, of course. It's true. So that you know they're ladies. You know, just like real life. Uh, and they're all, they just have like three giant eyelashes in the corner of mm-hmm. their eyes because that's how oh. eyelashes work. We'll, we'll circle back to this one because it, it'll come up later. God, emoji anatomy though. So Kira, did you come up with a name for our main emoji character? Um... No, no, <laughs> I didn't come up with any name. He was just calling him Colin. Colin? Yeah, Colin works. Well, we're not supposed to know who the cast is, Emma. I'm sorry. Okay, so I will, I will admit, I did a little bit of meta research while watching it. So you cheated. And that in- <laughs> no, 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 no. There was a reason for this. There is a reason for this, and I'll get to it. Just like there's a reason for the season? So... I started off hating the movie, like absolutely hating it. I'm like, this premise is so dumb. It's like literally just corporate sponsorship, the movie, which it was. And I do hate it for that. But it wasn't. But by the way, this episode brought to you by Dropbox. <laughs> this episode brought to you by Dropbox and fucking Facebook and Twitter. Like, and what are Candy they? Crush and Just Dance. Candy Crush, Thank Just you. Dance. God. The Skype music. But only the music? Yeah. Wait, there so, was there was a there was um fucking Spotify also in there. Mm, yeah. YouTube app. Yeah, yeah. You go to the was... YouTube app to watch Pico Taro. <laughs> yes. Um So like I, I I went on a roller coaster ride between this is absolute shit and holy shit, this is the best like shit post movie ever. Because it's literally them, like, it's literally just the creative team using every emoji ever. Like, that's the whole thing. It's literally just a shit post with studio backing. Objection. Objection. They didn't use the moist talker emoji. They didn't use the moist talker I emoji. I kept an eye out for all of the baseball emojis because <laughs> I was looking for the moist talkers because the Canada moist talkers are my favorite team. And I didn't use it. That's honestly very sad. Disappointing. Also, I would like to note that the whole reason that they're called the Canada Moist Talkers is because of that speech Trudeau gave where he talked about people talking Talking moistly. Ah, yes. I remember that. At the beginning of of lockdown. That was, yep, that was a real speech that the Prime Minister gave. That's why the team is called the Moist Talkers. I honestly can't believe that this was within this year. Um, so I was really, really high when I watched this. And then I wrote down in all caps and bolded, I forgot that this was set in a phone. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Okay. So let's, we did that thing that we do again, where we talk about talking about the movie's plot and then don't do that. Yes. Okay. So, okay. I can do this super fast. Dina, the colon D emoji wants to delete. Colin, our main character. Yes. And send some evil antivirus robots to kill him. Yes. Colin has a friend, the high five emoji. Okay, did anybody? Okay. Uh, I'll talk about this later. The two of them, like, leave the text app and they travel through a bunch of other apps. They meet a manic pixie dream girl. Yes. Yes. Who is the only emoji that wears clothing and has a torso Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. which is perplexing Well, except for the emojis that are designed with clothing right but like like the the flamenco flamenco dancer dancer and stuff most of the most of the emojis are just the emoji with legs and arms coming out the bottom of it yeah so with all that in mind they travel between a bunch of apps yeah they go to a bunch of apps because they have to get to so before we get to the to the hacker chick (laughs) you and i both caught it kat our friend high five person, like the hand guy, made a fucking shocker. <laughs> like two in the pink, one in the, the stink. And like, so that's why, okay, so that's why, that's one of the reasons, that's one of the reasons why this movie is actually good because the creative team were able to, to sneak so much shit posting in here with this movie. True. That it borderlines, mm-hmm. borderline, it's borderlining on good. I thought that um, main character and high five emoji had big 
SpongeBob and Patrick energy. Oh, they absolutely uh, did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, for sure. Um, I also named high five emoji Hans. Nice. Hans. Nice. Yeah, no. Yeah, okay. I'm good at giving these emojis yeah. names. I don't understand why, but I am. Okay, so when Colin and Hans meet up with the hacker chick, they go into a seedy bar. Yeah. Like, that's full of viruses and, like, the underworld and, like, trolls and shit. How much porn does this kid like weird porn does this kid look at on his phone well it's like they had to like sneak through a back door and like whatever like they had to like like hack the code or whatever to get into this place um but when they did when they go there there was like a spam email yeah characterized as feminine um and very sultry she was she was being portrayed as a hooker her name was pam by the way pam yeah pam because it said spam on her thing and the s was crossed out got it i made a note there i'm like okay i'm changing my mind again that was super sex worker phobic like the way that they handled that character was like incredibly Mm -hmm. offensive you're fucking trash hooker stereotype and i'm like Nah. Don't love it. We don't like the sexual politics of the Emoji movie. Is that what we're getting at? <laughs> we do not like a lot of the politics of the, the Emoji movie. And I, I'm going like to get there. We're almost to where I have that in my notes. They, so they, they, they traverse through a bunch of apps. We discover that Manic Pixie Dream Girl emoji, which realistically, we should have a Manic Pixie Dream Girl emoji. We really should. Just as a default emoji. Yes. Emoji Consortium, get on it. Yeah. <laughs> Unicode consortium, get on it. How how is that how how wasn't that like a promotional release with the emoji movie? I it's a good question. That's a very good question. I guess because does anyone like actually own Unicode? Unicode is a consortium a of that... of interested parties and yeah, know, like countries I, I, who be... use Unicode characters, which is do you have right? Do you have to pay a license fee in order? To utilize emoji as imagery in your movie is the question. No. Okay. So the thing is, the Unicode just provides specifications. So Unicode says you must have a flamenco dancer, but doesn't exactly, it doesn't lay out how you should artisan, art, artisticize, artize. Right. That's why you have the gun emoji being a ray gun for some people and a literal, like, literal gun for others i don't know sometimes you want to send your best friend a gun emoji yeah at some point in like their like bunny hopping or like app hopping um we get like a screen like we we jump back to the real world and Mm -hmm. jimmy is what i named the uh human kid um jimmy after jimmy smith who is clearly like like latino coded so like he's very whitewashed too like in how they portray him his name was alex by the way yes i just remembered Um, this movie i wrote this movie is trash they have fucking tj miller uh they cast like the whitest passing latino guy for the main character and like even if they had cast you know someone else it wouldn't have been that good because the main character is ostensibly a white guy like the latino kid is not the main character like he happens to be he's a he's a plot device he's a plot device for the main character which is a white guy you know like anything that happens in the emoji verse which is what the movie is about is as a result of like deus ex machina shit going on in the real world so like (laughs) i don't know I have thoughts. Okay, so I've got a lot of thoughts about this movie, too. Same. So I've got meta thoughts about this movie, but I've got also in-universe thoughts. So basically, they hop between apps. Uh, the phone is about to be erased, and Colin becomes the perfect emoji for Alex to send to his crush, who I assume is also named Alex. Her name is Addie. Okay, so he, he becomes the perfect emoji, and they send the text of the perfect emoji to Addie. She's like, 
Hey, Violet. You're pretty, you're and she and she just happens to be in the phone store at the same time as him. So either she's stalking him, or this or, is a world in which kids just hang out at the phone store for fun. I mean, or or kids just do. This that. is a world. <laughs> this this ties okay. into my theory. So right, like it's implied based on the existence of the sentient emoji within Alex's phone uh-huh. that every phone has a set of sentient emoji. True. Yes. So there are theoretically millions of different emoji verses mm-hmm. existing simultaneously and mm-hmm. independently from each other True. on different phones, uh-huh. right? Which means that this exact conflict could have happened numerous times throughout emoji history in the different emoji verses on other people's phones so you're you're positing a multi-emoji verse um of, yes there's guaranteed a multi-emoji verse my theory is that there is only one perfect emoji verse and the system runs through various iterations of the emoji verse each time on a different phone and with enough permutations of the emoji verse based on people replacing their phones and millions of people replacing millions of phones every couple of years, you're running through a series of, like, you know, a couple million various permutations of the mo- different emoji verses. Huh. You end up with at one point, one perfect emoji verse. What okay. happens after and that? And that annihilates all the others. So what you're saying is that this movie is about a far future in which emojis have become sentient and have replaced humanity. And they are attempting... This is the future of the human race. Emojis are currently sentient. They they are attempting... This this movie takes place inside them attempting to simulate their own history accurately. It's more of a all of this has happened before and all of this will happen again situation. Okay. So, wait. so, So when... When the universe does eventually find the ultimate emoji emoji set, right? What happens? So like the all of the others just go away, and then they're annihilated. There's a mass annihilation of emojis, and they're replaced by the new face system. What's ne- what's after emojis, though? We can't know that until it happens. Okay, so because each of these permutations is happening at the same time, right? Like in your in your theory, mm-hmm. you posit that. Each phone is running an independent simulation of an emoji verse. Yes. So like when one phone has that, like the God particle of emojis, like when they find it in the one right. phone. So when one phone makes the Higgs emoji on. All of the other phones just like get completely wiped. Like do they like emojis disappear? Do they like replicate that original? Like, what happens, Kat? All of the individual personalities of emojis developed in those various verses are annihilated and replaced with the perfect emoji verse. Is it? Okay, so it's... Also, okay. I think you are really sleeping on my Higgs emojon joke. <laughs> it was pretty fucking good. <laughs> I didn't even hear that. Oh my god. Higgs <sighs> emojon. Okay, so my actual theory as we were watching the movie... Because mm-hmm. we haven't revealed the big twist yet, right? Or like we have kind of, maybe. Kind of? I don't know that we've talked about no, it. No, we haven't really talked about it. So my theory midway through the movie was that the Manic Pixie Dream Girl was Colin from the future. Oh. Uh, so shout out to Mia Marchand for having written basically that movie. Interesting. So we both went with the trans narrative. The Manic Pixie Dream Girl turns into... Um, turns out the Manic Pixie Dream Girl was you from the future, and you're trans, you dumb shit. Yes, that movie. Yeah, okay. yeah, no, it's... It, Mia has created a trope, basically. So we both went with trans, but I went a different direction with that. Mm-hmm. So I went with Manic Pixie Dream Girl emoji is actually the inner representation of... Alex. Manic pixel dream emoji. The main character from the Wait, real world. So the main the main character the main human is an egg. 
Okay, I, I, I can get behind this because she does seem to have like administrative privileges over various portions yes. of the phone. Yes. And so like manic pixie dream emoji is like the emoji manifestation of the trans, the, the, the tran within the egg, as it were. This is like, okay, so the, you're saying this is like a situation where like Google knows you're pregnant before you do. And the phone knows. I don't even think it's a matter of like the algorithm knowing. It's just like the emoji patterns that main character or like real world character, like the patterns of emoji that they send are, you know, transcoding them. Yeah. Before coming out. So the phone is like, oh, you want this emoji. This is your emoji. This is you. This is you. You yeah, know, okay. Transcoding. <laughs> Transcoding. <laughs> ha. Ha. Aha. Uh, so, like, stylistically, the movie was really good. And, like, from an animation standpoint, from a cinematography standpoint, I loved it. Like, it was really, really good. Okay. But, so, but, but. The racial coding. But emoji. Is beyond, like, not I- racist. Not ideal, I would say. Yeah. Well, Hans had real skin tone. Yeah, Hans had real skin tone and was white. So did but Hacker in Girl. the real life, see, Hacker Girl was slightly like, like I got a Hispanic. I got a I got a Hispanic read off of that. I can see that. Yeah, which is why my brain went with the trans narrative with Alex. Okay, so my theory was that Colin is trans, mm-hmm. and interesting because every emoji is looking for their emoji cutie mark effectively before they can join the regular emoji team Mm -hmm. that Colin's emoji cutie mark was the trans flag emoji that we got this year despite this movie coming out in 2017 2017 I said 2018 so as to be not (laughs) despite this movie coming out in 2017 I'm pretty sure we've been trying to get the trans flag emoji for like two years at least already yeah so maybe it just wasn't privy to that discussion before then and like either way i think colin's cutie mark is that he's truly supposed to be the trans flag and this can work hand in hand with yeah alex also being trans yeah that works Hmm. um yeah i'll allow it but like also okay so the racist the racist coding and like without audio it's a little bit harder to like determine if it's truly like actual racial coding yeah but like there are ostensibly white characters in this um and then there are very typically black coded characters in the underworld like the only so like in the in the main world we see primarily white and like emoji yellow characters um with one black nose just randomly like i remember yeah, like there was a black hand like the nose emoji was black the underworld would get like the actual like other colors you know which is a choice i'm like okay so are we racially coding this to be that like other colors are bad and underworldy like cuz that seems pretty fucking Yikes, bud. Yeah, it's not um, ideal, I would say. Incompetent, yeah, I wonder if it's goonish, just... and like the pathetic other, you know? Yeah, I mean, it t- maybe the emoji's position is based on how frequently they're used. I don't know. I don't know. And like the kid's going to use an emoji that matches his skin tone more than one that doesn't. Right, but he's, he's Latino, so. And also part black. Yeah. Like he's, it's. Yeah, the racial messaging in this movie is not good. Yeah. This could have been the best anti-capitalist movie in the last decade. Um, Like taking the money of giant corporations who use it as a product placement shill and turning it into anti-capitalism. I would want to see a version of this movie that was made by anti-capitalist queer creators of color. Like the shitpost version of this movie, but like actually good. It could have been, it could be the greatest Ancom shitpost if we tried. God, that would be rad as hell. That would be fucking rad right? as hell. 
I need that in my life. So um, I have some funny notes here. I did. I did want to say that I did notice that Dina was getting ready to drink mouthwash. Yeah. At one point in the movie. And that was concerning for a children's movie. Yeah. So Dina's whole character trait is that she obsessively takes care of her teeth because she's the colon D emoji. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I did a I did an album sync on this watch. Oh, what did, what was your album sync on it? Okay, so um, I mostly chose this album based on uh, runtime, and so in that regard, it did very perfectly sync up with the movie. The album ended cool. just as the final credits were coming up. Um, but um, possibly a bold choice. I went with uh, Nightwish's "The Greatest Show on Earth." Or wait, no, the album is called Endless Forms Most Beautiful. Um, Greatest Show on Earth is one of the songs. Anyway, there were some real good sync up points. Okay. I just wanted to note that. I listened to Duel of the Fates for like five minutes and then it started (laughs) fucking with my brain. (laughs) And I had to turn it off because I was really high. So I listened to Orville Peck instead. All of my notes disappeared. Um somehow so i don't have any notes but i i don't have any specific uh sync up points but there are several it's good do recommend watching the movie with that album okay so i have beef with the ending just as a narrative standpoint okay because he didn't like colin colin emoji is supposed to be the main character so like the main character is supposed to save the day right like save right. the universe kind of thing. Yeah. But like the way that the factory work uni- the factory reset in this universe works, it like just like resets all of the emoji to default. And so like that was triggered by No, no it didn't finish. The human factory Alex. reset didn't finish. Yeah. Yeah. Did it? Yeah, he prevented it. No, it, it didn't. He, he he like pulled it off the cord the last second and the phone came back. Oh, I missed that. Okay. Yeah, because 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 Addy came over and was like, "That was a real cool emoji you sent me." Interesting. It, that means it would have re. I, I think I think it's important to note that if you factory reset a phone in the theory of emoji verses, you've wiped out the current existent emoji verse, mm. and you now have to start over from a new verse. Right. So all of those emojis in what is attempting to create the perfect verse have then died. They no longer exist and are replaced by a poop emoji voiced by Ian McKellen. Uh, whatever emoji <laughs> Colin was supposed to be, voiced by someone who is in a dirt bag. Yeah, okay. Hans, voiced by, I assume, not Seth Rogen? No, oh, no that it wasn't was Seth Rogen. James that Corden. That wasn't Seth Rogen. Oh. That was James <laughs> Corden. Yeah. Oh, that's even worse. <laughs> right? Okay, so he's replaced by Seth Rogen. <laughs> get a better movie. Um, I can't. James Gordon. I do still have beef with the ending because it was a fucking Shrek ending. Because apparently, every movie for kids now has to have a Shrek ending. Every movie should have a Shrek ending. Ella. Wait, are you telling me the Man from Earth would not be made better by them doing a Shrek ending? That's not what are I'm saying. Are you telling me? Wait, what's a Shrek? I'm ending? saying that the execution of this Shrek ending was pathetic. What's a Shrek ending? Okay, that's fair. Basically, dance musical at <laughs> See, the end. Oh. Musical yeah, dance you know number they, at the end. They do like the sing along at the end of all of the Shrek movies. Yeah. Dance to the music. Yeah. Donkey sings about big butts. Yes. The it's most funny. memorable part of Shrek. Uh, that's not true. It's not. The most memorable part of Shrek is that in the morning, I'm making, I'm making waffles. waffles. Or that is a nice boulder. I think the most memorable part of Shrek is that the donkey fucked a dragon. Oh, that's true. <laughs> yeah, no, Donkey Fuck the Dragon. Yep, that is the most memorable part. Did we want to do a mid-roll here? I mean, sure. Yeah. Do we have more? Do y'all have more to talk about this god I feel like movie? I had more to talk about. The emojis can spy yes, on the real world. Yes, I had a couple of things to talk about, but we can do that after we come back from the mid-roll the emojis, before we do like the... The emojis can spy on the real world. Yes, yes. it's true. Emojis know... The emojis look through his Instagram. Yep. Yes, and they can see out his phone camera. Through the finger. Anyway, mid-roll. 
Midroll, do we have anything specific that we want to talk about? Um, butt stuff. Um, cool. <laughs> do you actually I'm, want to talk about I'm butt stuff? for it. Okay, same. <laughs> Listen to the recent Tricks with Dice one-shot that we released on Christmas Day, or will release on Christmas Day, depending on when this comes out, where we played Mall Kids and used the Ho Ho Holidays expansion. It was a fun game. We had a lot of fun. Uh, Emma played a stoner. A real stretch for her acting wise. <laughs> Emma is currently holding up a middle finger towards the camera so Kat can see it. I played someone who was excited about Christmas, which actually was a stretch for me acting wise. <laughs> but also not a stretch for you acting wise in multiple other respects. It's it's good. You should go check it out at chickswithdice.sosas.ca. Or following the link in the show notes. Wait, did we have anything else we wanted to plug? I just released a not game. A not game? Mm-hmm. It's for, it was for oh, the did, not a game you? game jam. Uh-huh. You did. I released a hack of lasers and feelings that's called Hoffman and Frenchman. Based on a bit from, based on a seventeen-year-old Homestar Runner joke, amazing. <laughs> um, Emma released a game called I think it's called Unbreakable, although it's not a game. It's actually just something that was hash coded, and Emma threw away the private key, so it can't be decrypted ever. <laughs> so, it is kind of a game. I also wrote a game that's based off of it or i'm currently well theoretically writing a game that's based off of it called our love is like a diffie hellman key exchange it's a very emma game it's a very emma game so if you're interested check it out you know it's kind of shitty but hey you know feedback is welcome hey listeners this is our anniversary episode i'm super excited to be bringing this special trio episode to you we're so glad to have all of you our wonderful listeners and we wanted to do something special for you So this week, we're releasing the full Patreon cut for all of our listeners to celebrate one whole year of podcasting. This week, we have a new patron to shout out. Aliza, message me if I've got that pronunciation wrong. Thank you so much for joining the Patreon crew. We couldn't keep making these podcasts without your support. If you enjoy the podcast and you're able to support us financially, you can head on over to our Patreon and show us some love. There you'll find Patreon exclusives like our monthly Chicks with Dice one-shot, patron-only cuts of Unsound Theories, and more. Check it out at patreon.com slash sosasmedia or visit the link in the show notes. You can also support us by telling your friends about the show. Every little bit helps, and as we grow our audience, we can start taking on more projects to bring you more of the content you love. Check out our Twitter at sosasmedia and stay tuned for a special announcement about a new handle we'll be launching. Now, let's get back to some unsound theories. Okay, so Kira, what were your favorite parts of this movie? This movie? Because I have one distinctive, absolute favorite part. I would say... Out of the whole thing... God, there's just so many good parts. It's hard to choose. Okay. Okay, I will tell you my favorite part. My favorite part is when they first leave the emoji app and they see the text messages coming into his phone. And the text messages are all happy little puppies. Oh, yeah. And the puppies are just like slamming hearts on shit. Yeah, the little text puppies. Those were my favorite part of the movie. That was very good. Um... Uh, Then my second favorite part is when uh colin's mom karen is just sitting there with like a very neutral to saddish face on watching ppap which is deeply strange but also peak 2017 Mm -hmm. i don't think you could get any more 2017 if you tried ppap i want to know is there actually a just dance phone app that's a good question and how the fuck would you play it is it would it just be like DDR with your fingers? I assume. Yeah, it's basically Tap Tap Revolution. Okay. <clears throat> Which I played way too much of in class on my first generation iPod Touch. <laughs> <laughs> I did too. 
I also played Noodle Jump. God, imagine if this movie was made in like 2010 instead of 2017. God, God, that would How be terrifying. different the movie would have been. Because that was when apps were like just starting to become popular and a bunch of people were still amused by the beer glass app. God. Oh my I'm going to drink this beer now. Oh my god. Simpler times. I forgot about the beer app. Or the toilet flushing app. Or the lightsaber app. Wow, the lightsaber app. Oh god. Cat. Yeah, all of those iPod Touch apps that are still on my iPod Touch that's somewhere in my car. But hasn't held a charge in like six years. Um, are we at Wikipedia time? I'm trying to think of if there's anything else in my notes. Oh, yes. I, I just want to... I want to like highlight a couple of things. Um, one of the things I said in my notes was I relate to this main character as a disappointment to my parents. <laughs> <laughs> After which, because I think my mom listens to the show, I put in parentheses, kidding, love you, mom. Um, I talked about cutie more crusaders. Um, everyone's going to make fun of me for mentioning cutie more crusaders. Um, Okay, I have early on. So wait, our main character can be every face emoji. That seems unfair to like the sushi form emoji. And uh, like, is there a is there an emoji based? Is there an emoji cast system based on like? Yes, there is absolutely an evident emoji cast system. This is a heavily, yeah, heavily stratified society. They would not be allowed into the United Federation of Planets. Um. Oh, at one point they like rub some emery board on Hans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I was like, okay, so this emery board thing—it's sexual, right? It's definitely sexual. It's sexual. Um, I I also put, oh no, it's even worse. It's the Nightmare Before Christmas, but with emoji. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, those are all my. Those are all the things that I had in my notes that I wanted to share. Do we want to go to the Wikipedia summary? Yeah, I'm good. I feel like I might I had thoughts about the movie and they just sort Oh of... yeah, did you two want to talk about it from a cap- anti-capitalist perspective? Okay, here's the thing. All? This movie takes place yeah. in a like not too different from our own world where mm-hmm. yeah. phones are the center of society, very much like delivery service was the center of the post-apocalyptic transhumanist furry commune in our last episode. This Mm -hmm. entire society is extremely phone-centric. Okay. Which is why the kids hang out at... At the phone store. At the phone store. Yes. Yes. It's obviously an Apple store, but it's never said because, and here's my theory, this is an explicitly anti-Apple movie. And so Apple wouldn't sign on to having their brand in it. Interesting. Is there anything within the text that, like, you remember can, like, back that up? Because, like, so there were points in the movie where I felt like there was a very anti-capitalist subplot. Well, it's very, like, it's very, like, it's very much about, like not serving the machinery of yeah of, of the boss really mm, I, I, mm, and, and I there's also some anti-royal sentiment because the 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 hacker the girl is like the princess yeah. emoji or whatever yeah and she's like fuck this i hate yeah. this see i don't know if it's like fuck the machine or if it's pro-individuality i think that's more what it was getting at because it was like you know you can't break the mold otherwise you'll get punished which you know looking at it from a from a queer lens or like a a, like a queer theory lens like you know good queer theory narrative there but i don't know how much of that is me interpolating it versus that actually existing within the text well, it's because that is a for us fairly common. And so it's our job to yeah. decide that that is the case. That's the movie that we watched. For the unsound theory verse, it is anti-capitalist. Yes, exactly. Yes. It also, mm, yeah, yeah, and and see that kind of ties back to my point of like 
if this hadn't been product placement, the movie and had been made by anti-capitalist queer people, you know, could have been pretty good. Could have been a lot better is what I'm getting at. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Do we want to Wikipedia this one? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Let me get good posture for this. Yeah, yeah. The Emoji Movie is a 2017 American computer animated comedy film directed by Tony Leondis, written by Leondis, Eric Siegel, and Mike White, and produced by Columbia Pictures and Sony Pictures Animation, distributed by Sony Pictures Releasing. It is based on emoji faces, smileys, and graphics used in electronic messages. The film stars TJ Miller, James Corden, Anna Ferris, Maya Rudolph, Stephen Wright, Jennifer Coolidge, Christina Aguilera, Sofia Vergara, Sean Hayes, and Patrick Stewart. Is a story centered on Gene, played by Miller, a multi-expressional emoji who lives in his who lives in a teenager's smartphone and sets out on a journey to become a normal meh emoji like his parents. Gene is an emoji that lives in Textopolis, a digital city inside of the phone of his user, a teenager named Alex. He's the son of two meh emojis named Mel and Mary, and is able to make multiple expressions due despite his parents' upbringing. It's a weird sentence. These sentences are so weirdly written. His parents are hesitant about him going to work, but Gene insists so that he can feel useful. Upon receiving a text from his crush, Addie McAllister, Alex decides to send her an emoji. When Gene is selected, he panics and makes a panic expression which wrecks the text center. Gene is called in by Smiler, a smiley emoji, and the leader of the text center who concludes that Gene is a malfunction and therefore must be deleted. Gene is chased by bots and rescued by High Five, a once popular emoji who's lost his fame due to lack of use. It tells Gene that he can be fixed if they find a hacker, and High Five accompanies him so they, so that he can reclaim his fame. Smiler sends more bots to look for Gene when she finds out that he's left Textopolis, and his actions have caused Alex to think his phone needs to be fixed. Gene and High Five come to a piracy app where they meet a hacker emoji named Jailbreak. Who wants to reach Dropbox so that she can live in the cloud? The trio is attacked by Smiler's bots, but manage to escape into the game Candy Crush. Jailbreak reveals that Gene... I forgot about Candy Crush. Mm. Oh, God. Yep. Jailbreak reveals that Gene can be fixed in the cloud, and the group goes off into the Just Dance app. While there, Jailbreak is revealed to be a princess emoji who fled home after tiring of being stereotyped. They are once again attacked by bots, and their actions cause Alex to delete the Just Dance app. Gina Jailbreak escape, but High Five is taken along with the app and ends up in the trash. Mel and Mary go searching for Gene and have a very lethargic argument. They make up an Instagram app where Mel reveals that he too is a malfunction, explaining Gene's behavior. While traveling through Spotify, Jailbreak admits that she likes Gene just the way he is and that he should not be ashamed of his malfunction the two start to fall in love and gene silently debates his choice to change himself they make it to the trash and rescue high five but are soon attacked by a bot upgraded with illegal malware they evade it by entangling its arms and enter dropbox where they encounter a firewall after many tries the gang get past it with a password being addy's name and make it to the cloud where jailbreak prepares to reprogram gene gene admits his feelings for jailbreak but she wishes to stick to her plan of venturing into the cloud, unintentionally causing Gene to revert to his apathetic programming out of heartbreak. Suddenly, the upgraded bot sneaks into the cloud and captures Gene, prompting High Five and Jailbreak to go after him with a Twitter bird summoned by Jailbreak in her princess form. Right. Oh, Jesus God. Christ. Twitter bird. Yeah. As Smiler yep. prepares to delete Gene... Mel and Mary arrive. Mel reveals to everyone that he's also a malfunction, prompting Smiler to threaten to to delete him as well. Jailbreak and High Five arrive and disable the bot, which falls on top of Smiler. Alex has since taken his phone to a store and hopes that a factory reset performed by technical support will restore the phone's functionality, which would entail the total destruction of Gene's world should such an operation complete. Out of desperation, Gene prepares to have himself texted to Addy, making numerous faces to express himself. Realizing that Addy received a text from him, Alex, is can- Alex cancels the factor at reset just as it nearly finishes saving the emoji and finally getting to speak to Addy, who likes the emoji that Alex sent. Gene accepts himself for who he is and is celebrated by all of the emojis. In a mid credit scene, Smiler has been relegated to the loser lounge with the other unused and forgotten emojis for her crimes wearing numerous braces due to her teeth being cracked by the bot and playing a losing game of Go Fish. Jesus Christ. Yeah. 
So three things there. So the part where they're in the Spotify app, so um, TJ Miller and Anna Ferris are like having a romantic scene in a boat, like floating down a river of music, mm-hmm. like audio waves and whatever. The cinematography, like the shots in that one were really, really well done. I love the whale, Mm -hmm. the music whale. The whale. And it was like, it was really visually appealing. Second thing. There were a lot of moments of this movie that made it almost good. They make it almost good. Like just so close. When the mom goes into the Instagram app and looks at Alex on the outside world, there's um, a point where like, was it Alex? I, I don't even remember who's in that scene, but like there's two emojis in the Instagram app and they're sitting in one of the photos. And like that was really well done, too. Two of mm-hmm. like those two just stood out for me. Um, and then three, the reason that they defeated the giant malware bot was because they downloaded the source code from the Internet. Like the, the, the movie, the premise was so fucking bad. Like, yeah. oh, God. And like, it was quite, quite bad. Yeah, it was bad. Would you like me to run through the voice cast? Sure, Kat. I would love you to run okay, through the so voice cast. Okay, so we had cast. TJ Miller as Gene Meh, an outsider like, Meh emoji who could show multiple expressions. James Corden as high five. I would like you to run Here. through TJ Miller with like a, a spear or something. Just run Absolutely. him through. Okay. Also do James Corden. That'll save yeah. us having to deal with James Corden anymore. Anna Faris's jailbreak, a hacker emoji who's later revealed to be a princess emoji named Linda. Maya Rudolph, a smiler, a smiley emoji. As the original emoji sees, she is the system supervisor of the text center. Stephen Wright as Mel Meh, Gene's emoji father who's later revealed to have the same multi-expressionist condition as his son. Jennifer Coolidge as Mary Meh, Jean's emoji mother. Patrick Stewart as Poop, a well-mannered poop emoji. (laughs) Christina Aguilera as Akiko Glitter, a super cool dancer that lives inside the Just Dance app. Sofia Vergara as Flamenca, a flamenco dancer emoji. Sean Hayes as Steven, a devil emoji. Rachel Ray as Spam, a spam message. Jeff Ross as an internet troll. That checks out. Yeah. Jake T. Austin as Alex, a human teenager who owns the phone where Gina and his emoji friends live. Tati Gabrielle as Addie McAllister, Alex's crush. Rob Riggle uncredited as the ice cream emoji. Conrad Ver- Vernon as a Trojan horse. Tony Leonidas as laughter broom and pizza. Liam Aiken as Ronnie Ramtech, one of the two programmers that select which emoji will display on a phone. Would you like to know about the reward nominations? I would love to go through the awards if you don't mind, Kat. Do you want to take that segment? Do I can take that segment. Um, so the Emoji Movie um, won five wins and was nominated for three additional awards. Um the Maya Rudolph was nominated for the Black Reel Awards Outstanding Voice Performance for playing Smiler, also known as Colin D or Dina. Um, terrible name, Smiler. Such a bad name, Smiler. Like that's such a anyway. The Golden Schmoes won Worst Movie of the Year, International Film Music Critics Award. Best Original Score for an Animated Film by Patrick Doyle, nomination. Kids' Choice Awards, USA. Favorite Animated Movie. Not even, like, best, but favorite. Well, yeah, because it's the Kids' Choice Awards. It's not considered best, it's just the kids' favorites, because a bunch of kids vote on it through the Nickelodeon website. Okay, that's fair. Fucking kids. Um, And then the big one, the Razzies. (laughs) Um, Won four Razzies. Worst director, worst screen combo, any two obnoxious um, for any two obnoxious um, uh, emojis, worst screenplay, Tony Leonidas, Eric Siegel, and Mike White, and worst picture, Michelle Rimo, producer. Yeah, no, I think that's deserved. (laughs) 
it also was nominated for the Razzie for uh, So Rotten You Loved It. Mm. Mm. I wouldn't That's say not that. on the Wikipedia. I'm not sure I would go that far. It is on the Wikipedia uh, see, that I'm reading. It was borderlining on So Bad I Loved It. It borderline. Um, the, the nominees that year for So Bad I Loved It were Baywatch, the Emoji Movie, Fifty Shades Darker, Tom Cruise's <laughs> The Mummy, and Transformers The Last Knight. Yeah. Y'all want some Amazon reviews? Yes, I, please. Hit me. That's for later, Emma. Nice. Okay, fuck you. <laughs> um, okay. <clears throat> I've found some real good ones. <clears throat> Our first one is a one-star review from uh, Diana Taylor. Who says, and I love, I love this, the, it's not a good review, but I love the, the, the sort of story that you can feel behind the review. Mm -hmm. Uh uh The review says, why am I getting all these? I did not order. And I'm just imagining a person receiving (laughs) just truckfuls of emoji movies. And it's ruining their life. Just ruin her <laughs> life with emoji movies. There's another. I have another review uh, from Fergie. Uh, actually, this is a two star review um, that says, "I sat through this with my daughter. She is six, and her taste in movies is horrible. She really likes it." <laughs> uh, <laughs> Are you on Amazon right now? I am or? on Amazon. Yeah, I have combed through every Amazon. Okay, I have a question though. Why did we watch this movie? Because Kira suggested it. Did I? Actually, yeah, no, okay. Let's talk about this because this is something that the listeners need to know. Kira suggested this movie from the get go. <laughs> like, this was the first movie Kira recommended for Unsound Theories. <laughs> no. No, incorrect. The, moves, the first movie I recommended is one we haven't done yet, and I'm gonna make it happen. What movie was that? Life Force. Oh, that's right. You oh. did suggest Life Force. Oh, but yeah. during the recording, during the recording of Man from Earth, you definitely said we should watch the Emoji movie, and I said we should save that for, like, I don't know, episode 100. Obviously, we're not at episode 100, but we are at the one-year anniversary, and I think I'd rather get this movie out of the way. Yeah, same. Um, <laughs> so I have an Amazon review from Max. Worst 99 cents ever spent. I want a full refund for exclamation marks. Verified purchase, one star. I want a refund immediately. My grandson cried when he found out they didn't go into the Pokemon Go. Worst movie, would not recommend. <laughs> um i have a question though have any of the reviews called this um called this movie oh god what was the what's the exact phrasing that they used god's did have anyone has anyone called this god's family movie no (laughs) have have a staggering number of people reviewed it as meh yes (laughs) none of you are funny um i have a three-star review um titled anna plays the pudding well anna ferris was really cute in this movie i think she played the smart the part of small brown pile of pudding my do they have an emoji for pudding anyway i love love pudding this is definitely someone's like pudding fetishist <laughs> nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, I gotta, I gotta send you guys something. This is, this is too important. Okay. Oh, <coughs> look at him! It's the shallowmander. It's the shallowmander. Ah! <laughs> I love it. I have <clears throat> I have a five star review from Shauna who says, "Great laughs. This is a funny movie. So real to life when we use our emojis. So real to life when we use our emojis. Yeah. Um, 
That's... I'm so used to the recording times on Chicks with Dice that this feels like we haven't been going long enough, but I know, I know. this is exactly long enough. Yeah. This is where we would normally be, like, putting. Do we want to have a couple of the new and far more wholesome the, Bob G? The anti-Bob The anti-Bob G. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Okay. Um... I, I we hate Bob G. We love Jeremy Robertson. Jeremy Robertson reviews Super Mario Brothers Mario Mania and gives it five stars, saying, "Ah, Mario memories." Remember, about ten or twelve years ago, there was the Mario Brothers trying to rescue Princess Toadstool from the evil King Koopa. Well. Now we can relive those Mario memories in the first five episodes of the Super Mario Brothers Super Show. As most of us may know. Hey, Paisanos, it's time for the Super Mario Brothers <laughs> Super Show. <laughs> As most of us may know, this collection contains the live action sequences starring Captain Lou Albano as Mario and Danny Wells as Luigi. I have always oh, fuck you, Luigi. I have always been a big fan of the Mario Brothers and will continue to be one for as long as the franchise will go on. They're funny, charming, and just plain fun. If you want to relive your Mario memories, then I say get this DVD of the first five adventures of the Super Mario Brothers Super Show. Well, okay, the first four adventure, the last episode contains The Legend of Zelda, which, of course, was apart from the Super Mario Brothers Super Show back in the day. This collection also contains an interview with Andy Haywood, creator of Inspector Gadget, and gives some information about the Mario Brothers cartoon. If only there could be more Mario Brothers cartoons. Maybe in the future, we could only pray they would come out with new adventures. They did it with Sonic and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Why not Super Mario? I like this guy a lot better than Bob G. He's so wholesome. I, he very, it was a very nice review. I just want to, I want to bring up two things that are related to Super Mario Brothers Super Show. There's one clip from, I think it's the first episode where Mario, uh, Luigi says to Mario, you've got a piece of spaghetti stuck to your overalls. <laughs> and then it sounds, I swear to God, like Captain Lou Albano says, oh, fuck you, Luigi. <laughs> <laughs> and it's the greatest thing ever. Second Super Mario Brothers Super Show thing <laughs> is there is an anti-drug PSA where Captain Lou Albano says, oh, God, hold on, let me find the fucking thing. OK, full transcript. Let's let's go. Let's go. Transcript is okay. what I call my prescription. <laughs> I'm Captain Lou Albano talking to you about drugs. Kids, don't be afraid to say no. Anyone who asks you to use drugs is not your friend. Drugs can and will kill. Remember. Don't be afraid to turn to your priest, your rabbi, your minister, your moms, your dads, your teachers, because drugs can kill. And if you do drugs, you go to hell before you die. What? Please. <laughs> oh, that's terrifying. The, the best part is where the, the just say no 57 WGBS TV comes up on the screen and then you just hear Captain Lou Albano faintly be like, please. <laughs> it's so bad i love it Hold on, i gotta send you this thing it's like 19 seconds did we want to get this on recording no we can't if we'll put it in the show notes it's just the... <laughs> you go to hell before you die <laughs> please god jesus christ i mean like okay so like understand i like I know it's a deliberate misinterpretation to make it seem like he's crazy for saying you go to hell before you die. But like, obviously, the implication is that he's speaking metaphorically and that like doing drugs will make your life hell. Yeah, but it's still really funny to think about it literally because that makes it funnier. And I choose to interpret it literally for the sake of humor. Yeah, exactly. OK, did we have another Amazon review from new better bob g the new the newer better bob or -er. well much less bob g okay this one is a review of revenge of the living dummy uh, an rl stein goosebumps novel he reviews a lot of goosebumps books huh he does i mean who wouldn't five stars reader beware you're in for a scare 
Yes, that's right, gentle readers. The Master of Fright is back nearly after a whole decade with a new book series called Goosebumps, Horror Land for Kids. The first new book is called Revenge of the Living Dummy, and the second book is called Creep from the Deep. The writing style is still the same, but that's what makes R.L. Stein so interesting. He writes on kids' level, so it's easy to read and understand, and his stories are so original and entertaining that I can't wait until the next book releases, which will be in June. So again, I'm very surprised that Goosebumps has finally awakened again after all these years. If Goosebumps Horrorland stays around long enough, it might even be better than the Harry Potter series. In retrospect, yes. <clears throat> in my opinion. Yeah, no, Goosebumps is definitely better than Harry Potter, and I don't like <laughs> scary stories, so I didn't read Goosebumps. But you never know if Fox might make an attempt to resurrect the show for the new series. Hey, I can dream, can't I? So readers beware, you're in for a scare. I like how he writes so genuinely about these Yes, things. it's so good and wholesome. I love it so much. I don't know. I like I don't I couldn't even pinpoint exactly what it is, but I love this man's writing. It makes me so happy. Mm-hmm. Do we have anything else we want to talk about regarding the emoji movie? No. I want to Never forget again. it existed. I'm afraid I may have ruined that Nightwish album for myself. We need a drug PSA, but for the Emoji Movie. The Emoji Movie. Kids, don't do drugs. You might make the Emoji Movie. No. No, no, no. You need to do the right drugs so you don't make the Emoji Movie. Yes. Okay. Kids, it's me, Kat, on your very Not Safe for Kids podcast. (laughs) Kids, don't be afraid to say no emoji. Anyone who asks you to use grass emoji is not your friend. <laughs> emoji can and will kill. Remember, don't be afraid to turn to your priest emoji, your rabbi emoji, your minister emoji, your gay mom's emoji, your gay dad's emoji, your teacher emoji, because <laughs> drugs can kill. And if you do drugs, you go to fire emoji before you die. <laughs> Just say no. Please. Please. (laughs) Uh, It's perfect. Thanks for listening. We definitely didn't. (laughs) Um, yeah, we we didn't. Bye. Unsound Theories is a production of So Says Media. For the latest updates, follow our Twitter account at So Says Media. If you enjoyed this episode, share it with a friend. Comedy is best enjoyed together. All music on this episode was created by Sounds Like an Earful. Visit soundslikeanearful.com for more. Until next time, thanks for listening. <laughs>